There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Hey, everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey, everybody, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 450. We are a podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ronma S. I'm Ari Rockefeller. Marco, we can barely hear you. What was that? I'm sorry. Sorry, I'm having a little problem with my audio. I was trying to make some changes, but I'm Ichigo Gummy. I think everybody's having audio issues because we can barely hear um we can barely hear um Marco. You sound muffled. You sound distant. I don't know what's going on. You were sounding just great before we started up, and now we got this. Uh, I, I actually think it might actually be the headset. I, I I don't know at this point. Anywho, let, let, let's move along, shall we? <laughs> okay. All right. So, anywho, how is everyone doing tonight? Well, I mean, it's getting to the point where the days are starting to blend right across, so I totally get it. So, anywho, we are live week of May 12th, 2020, right here on Twitch TV. You're probably finding us through a couple of our amazing friends that are hosting us, but you can always find us back at Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session. We're also hosted by the amazing, also hosted by the amazing people at the Voice of Geeks Network. You can find them at Twitch TV slash Vog Network. They kick things off on Sundays with the Bobby Blackwolf Show and Orange Lounge Radio. Check them out; tons of fun. Uh, let's see what else do we have here. Um, don't forget, you can also find us on Discord at um. Let me pull that up again. My bad. Vognetwork.com slash Discord. Every show that's part of the Voice of Geeks Network has its own channel, so come by, hang out, leave us some news, come talk to us. We don't bite. We, we're we just kind of bored with everything for the most part, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, definitely. All right. Uh, let's see. What's up on the agenda? Okay, cool. And uh, now we got that all out the way. Let's go around the room with how was your week, how was your day, kicking it off, Ari. Uh, well, the paycheck came in, thankfully. And, uh, yeah, but that's pretty much all gone toward bills. But oh, you notice trust I me, I know. You'll notice I changed my background to uh, this nice little image of uh, Scrooge d- diving into his vault because on Wednesday, my stimul- my uh, economic bailout money came, finally. Me money! Here there comes you go. the money! 
yeah, like the day after, I just woke up, checked my bank balance on my phone, like, oh, that's much better. But yeah, it, it all like most of it went to paying back rent and bills, so you know, it exactly as planned at least. Well, well that's good. Trust me. When your when your account was showing like those low numbers, b- believe you me, I was feeling that from November into January because the idiot, my idiot landlord, cashed my rent check a maybe about three four days too early, and I was playing catch up so badly, you know, so. I, I blame Capital One for that. I mean, that not Capital One, but I blame the teller at that Capital One bank for that. Hmm. But, you know, other than that, it's just, you know, trying not to go crazy from it all. I did end up watching uh, Money in the Bank between Monday and Tuesday, between Sunday and Monday, because I had forgotten it was on. And at one point, I actually, like, paused it and ended up nodding off, like, really late Sunday evening. So I'm like, yeah, whatever. I just watch this, watch this on Monday. Sure. No, not, not for nothing. I don't want to turn this into uh to a wrestling podcast, but I need to know one thing: was the entire Money in the Bank matches on the roof of the WWE building? No, it started at the, on the ground floor and, and rampaged itself throughout the entire building. That that's sort of like some video game cr- craziness. You start at the bottom. Floor, you have to fight your way up to the top to the final boss. You know. Also, Rey Mysterio and Alistair Black died when they were thrown off the roof. The roof. Yeah, they, they were down. It was down. Like, I guess the building is like tiered, and they got thrown under the secondary roof, the, the lower roof. Mm. Which is a one internet reviewer said said. It's like that time when I got shot, but I was okay because somebody else came along and shot me immediately after that. <laughs> God. Oh, but, yeah, it's just, you know, trying to survive, trying not to go stir-crazy, that, no, that sort I, of thing. I, I, I totally get it. And, Mako, how was your week? How was your day? What have you connected to? I can barely hear you. Uh, Unplug the headset and plug it back in. I can't hear shit, so. That, all right, sounds like something's working. Okay. There we go. All right, now I can hear you. There we go. Hey, Mako-chan, how was your week? How was your day? One second. Now I have to change shit on here. All right, no problem. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Um. Yeah. So no, I was just uh, hanging out, watching a lot of TV, reading a lot of shit, playing some video games. Um, the normal. Oh, all right. That's nice. Um. Let's see. Ichigo stepped out because our Skype was being a little wacky. According to our staff chat here, um, let me pull it. Wrong button. There we go. She says something about the speakers went kaput, so I don't know if she's coming back or what. But we're gonna keep we're gonna keep her little her her, her, her picture up there for the time being. So we're we're good with that. So my weekend day has been 
the usual, except that this time I actually left the house. Um, I actually went and hung out with Mako-chan for a few days because, like, before all of this happened, we ordered parts to build her, to rebuild her existing computer. And I was going to do the rebuild that Thursday. Before, no, actually that Wednesday night before we all went to Zenkai, but Zenkai didn't happen. Sitting here, I'm just like, I got enough um, masks. I'll just go out there and get it done. So, go ahead. We've rebuilt it. Uh, there's a couple more things we have to put in there, which will be done next month. But other than that, I believe when I last left, that machine was run was running like a beast. So it's so quiet. <laughs> it's so quiet. I, if you go, there is a setting. I have it set for running for performance, so the fans should be running like at at maximum speeds. But you can adjust the settings, and you can hear the fans adjust itself. So. Yeah, well, it's so quiet. And once everything is set up and it's all brightly lit and pretty, I'm going to have to actually rearrange where it is so that I can see it all being bright and pretty. Yeah. Because um, right now right now it's blocked by my desk. Mm -hmm. So I'll probably have to give it a flip and turn it around. Yeah, uh, yeah if you clear out that area and flip the case that it's sitting on, it, you got something. <laughs> Yeah, once I get my shelves up, because mm -hmm. I did order shelves offline, so once I get them up, I'll be able to put my pop figures on the smaller shelves, and then on the larger shelves, I can put my plushies. Gotcha. Uh, let's see, that that's basically has been it. I got some interesting tales from this week. Um, I'll talk about that on Geek Roundtable. But let's skip back over to Ichigo. Ichigo, are you with us, my dear? I don't think she. I don't think she's back yet. No, we still. We just got. We just got like the screen cap of her eyes, like she's plotting something. So we're going to leave that for the time being until uh, she comes back. Uh, let's go ahead to uh, housekeeping. Uh, don't forget to check out AnimeJamSession.com. Um, I am working on getting some more some anime reviews up. So that's. I think that's going to be kind of cool. Uh, let's see, don't forget we have our listing there for our geeky masks, so head on over there and order some masks. Um, just remember, um, I am keeping the list updated to the best of my abilities. Uh, there will be an email link there, so if the link, so if you click on the link and you see some of the masks and something's not available, just shoot them an email, you'll be able to shoot them an email to verify, so, and it'll be linked to whatever, um, page it is, so they will know. Uh, right now, I believe some some of the youth, some some um, commissioners are taking hiatus because I, a lot of a lot of people are making masks. They're make they're not making them in batches. They're making them per order. Some are doing batches. So I know a couple of people are taking breaks for the time being. So please be patient. The geeky masks are pretty awesome to walk around and rep. So you know, and I think Ichigo's back. Hi. Hey, Ichigo. And we're back. We're doing better now. I don't know what happened. I think that my computer was just trying to hook up to too many Bluetooth speakers at once. And so it was like, I have no fucking clue which one you want. Let's play roulette. Oh, no, I'm dead. <laughs> so that's what happened. Um, 
But yeah, I have some in-ear headphones that I was trying to use, and mm-hmm. I apparently waited too late to do that, so my computer decided to shit itself, which is super great, guys. Yeah, technology! Woo-woo! And your screen um, just yeah. froze. Did it? Yeah. Ah, well, really? That's yes. So we can hear you, but you're just stuck, like, you're in the middle of, of saying a professional word. <laughs> That's so weird. Let me see... I don't know why it's being this way, there but we're going to try. It's going to be fine, guys. Are I, we set now? We're good? Yeah, we're golden. Okay, great. It's not, as bright as, it's not as bright as it was before, but I still like it, so. Okay, cool. Awesome. All right. Great. So, Ichigo, how was your week? How was your day? Um, It was going okay until my computer decided to lose its mind but uh yeah no i'm I'm good i made banana jam yesterday which was exciting so um now it's just a matter of like you were mentioning taking a break from mask making for Mm -hmm. at least a little bit before falling back into commissions but i started hosting sew alongs so i get to start those tomorrow and it's gonna be a crazy week awesome all right, we, we covered housekeeping, so let's go ahead and get into, you know, one of my favorite parts of the show, Geek Roundtable. Uh, basically, this is where we talk, you know, about our geeky lives outside of anime, and we also tend to show off cool, geeky stuff. So, Mako-chan, kick things off for us. Um, yeah, so, since, since my um, computer tower is actually sitting on top of the old computer tower... And then I have the lamp on top of that. Mm-hmm. I actually have pretty good access to some of my um, some of my uh, uh, stuff now. So I just figured that I would turn it on to some of the stuff that I have here. Um, if you see, um, I have some. Uh, custom patches that were in a swag bag. Mm -hmm. I have some various My Little Pony and Sailor Moon and Card Captor and various uh, pretty things that are just standing there looking at everything. So, yeah. Ah. Welcome to to just my collection of crap right now. (laughs) I mean... If I didn't have the if if I didn't have the background on and I adjusted the um, camera, you can see like the two shelves of stuff I have on up on my shelves, which is probably going to be moved into storage because I I need that space for more CDs and DVDs that I currently own. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, or you have anything for uh, anything cool to show off this week or no? Uh, just that I've been uh, f- I'm getting into this channel called How Ridiculous on YouTube. Yeah. It, these these guys out of Perth, who uh, yeah, like they like do like trick shots with the uh, basketball, like basketballs like from like ridiculous lengths and heights. Mm-hmm. Like one of them was a basketball shot from a a water from a massive waterfall in Lesotho, which is a world record now. And uh, now what they do is a uh, they go to this uh, this place called Gravity Discover Center, which is, which is you know you know hands-on science learning, but it's got this huge like tower that's on an angle yeah. that's like 45 meters up where they drop stuff off, off usually onto a 
like heavier things on the things that'll break or or you know giant trampolines mm. as you do <laughs> but yeah they're like it's it's a lot of fun i've been getting into it mostly because the three guys who run it are just hype as fuck all because they're like uh, what's the best way to describe this it, like they don't like they don't have an off switch I guess is the best way to say it so it's like half the people I see at conventions mm-hmm. but yeah that's what I've been getting into you know just diving into various internet rabbit holes and seeing where they go mm. step up for wiki looping I suppose yeah, the the wiki tree just uh, branches out in all sorts of random, weird directions. All right, Ichigo, what's on your mind for this week for for uh, Geek Roundtable? I am actually kind of excited because I have been saving up for a while and I don't get a lot of things, which I'm sure many of our viewers are very obviously aware of, but. Mm-hmm. Um, I um, managed to snag this thing, which is a compact mirror with strawberries on it. Obviously, my namesake, right? But it's just super cute. And um, Slimmer is a brand that is a Japanese brand that's kind of been in and out of bankruptcy. So it was Mm -hmm. nice to get something that is definitely my style. Super shiny, magical, girlish. And to go with that, I also got a Proplica version of the moonstick and it comes with the silver crystal which it has different pieces that can change in and out of it which is super neat and it basically goes from one style of the wand to a different style of the wand pretty as long as i don't drop stuff (laughs) pretty quickly and it actually is pretty durable and i got it uh, inexpensively um, so I was pretty happy with that um, yeah stick. that's cool <laughs> so I can have something for um, upcoming cosplays and stuff so I'm very excited about it that's cool okay. yeah so I was looking for some paperwork uh, yesterday and I, and I went digging through my drawers here and I was sorting through some old papers and so forth. And then I came across this little binder. And I'm just like, holy crap. I can't believe I have this. Now, sometimes when you're pressed for various conventions, they tend to give you swag. So it is something that, that can be helpful and useful for doing your, 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 your convention coverage. I forget what year this was. This might have been... I know it was between... I think it was between 2005 and 2010. But I got this Otakon visor... um, Journal. journal. I got one of those too. Hold on here. I'm going going to have to turn off my background for a split second so y'all can properly see this. So hold on here. None. There we go. So this Otakon uh, journal right here. The actual notebook inside fell apart, so I removed it. I think this is the original pen that it came with. I don't know. 
but as you can see, there is a little Sailor Moon card in in there for for business cards. I I'm not even sure where I got it, where I got the card from, but it works. And I was about to toss it, but then I realized I could put this with my Surface Go and take this with me, like to keep notes on on top of other things. So I think this was a really cool thing to have. So so it's yeah, they gave those out the press people that year. Okay. Looks like the act. Yeah, I'm gonna have to change the pen because of the clip that it's on. So, I'm like, yeah, that's pretty cool. But um, let's see, what else? Um, here. So I haven't watched as much anime as I wanted to this last week or this week, or game as much as I wanted to last week or this week, because I have been stuck yet in a in that freaking uh, NYPD Blue Marathon. I'm like on season seven, another five to go, and then I'm totally done. But I think tonight I'm going to take a break from that and do some gaming because, um, I was downloading stuff for my Xbox and I just went bumming around no 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 actually what happened was i was listening to olr and loki discussed uh duke nukem and i'm just like i have duke nukem 3d i wonder if it's available for xbox one the original version was pulled so i can't put it on my xbox one but the updated version uh i think atomic edition is available and i just happened to realize that i have duke nukem forever i'm like i wonder and i know that's one of the worst ones in the series but i still enjoy playing the game I popped it in, backwards compatible, so I'm just like, I have more games to play. I am okay with this. Between that and the Fable titles, I think I am good. <laughs> and I believe a certain somebody on this show got a little excited when I told them about Fable being backwards compatible. Yeah, I, I, I will have to go looking for that stuff now. Yes. Um, I actually, yeah, so... I do. I have two and three. That's already there. If you don't have the first one, it's free part of Game Pass, so you're covered there. But um, I, I want to talk about something real, real quick. This could be considered first world problems, first world nerd problems. I don't care. And for some reason, my webcam is blinking. Like, pictures going in and out, but whatever. So. I went out. I'm helping. I'm helping someone. You know, I'm helping. Um, I, I'm help. I'm helping someone. You know, build their PC. So I put the list together. At the time, everything on the list you could get off of Amazon, Best Buy, uh, Newegg, without any issues. Now we're at a point where some of that stuff's kind of hard to find. So you gotta like substitute stuff. So we did that. We had to substitute certain things to get. In the end, two things, like the motherboard I wanted, we couldn't get. So we ended up having to order the motherboard and the power supply from Micro Center. So I understand quarantine, social distancing. I'm like, okay, I'll give myself extra time to go up there and grab it. So I see people hanging out around outside, and I'm just like, I'm assuming they're waiting to get in or item pickup. So I go over and I tell him, I just want to do some shopping. I need this, some things I have to get. The guy tells me there's a two-hour wait to get into the store. Damn. Ouch. Okay. okay. 
But I told him, and I also said, look, I have things I have to pick up too. He says, oh, that'll take about 15 minutes. Fine. Whatever. Now, I understand having to wait. As part of my Tuesday jaunts, I'm usually waiting up to about 10 to 15 minutes to either get into Stop and Shop or Target. So I'm used to that. The two-hour thing is absolutely BS. And I'm not trying to come off as an entitled person. I just think that the way they're doing it is bull. Come to find out what Micro Center is doing is one person to one employee. I just want to grab the three things I want to buy and go home. That's it. And I've been in Micro Center plenty of times. Believe you me, there is absolutely no need to be social distancing in that store with the sheer number of people I see in there on a regular basis when I go shopping in there. There's at least no more than 20 people in the store when I usually go in there after 5 p.m. Maybe early in the afternoon, there's higher numbers, but still. Now, I know you're going to say, well, why didn't you order your stuff online for in-store pickup for the other items? Good question. Micro Center's website does not accept their credit card. That makes no sense. And you're absolutely right. And the only reason why I have the Micro Center card is because you get to save 5% on all your purchases instantly. If it was like 5% back, I would sit on it and be like, maybe. Or I go to my other card where I can get like 1.5 or 2%. So I'm just like, are you kidding me right now? So... I picked up the stuff for my friend, and I'm sh- and I'm sent and I'm sending them out. I'm sending it out tomorrow with some other stuff. So, I am going to have to get up early tomorrow morning and make my way over to Micro Center and probably have to wait an hour up to two hours again just for three items. Again, can I get them online? Absolutely, but it's the same price. I know through Amazon, I can get 5% back, and that credit can go towards the uh, Sasuke Kyrgyzian figurines that I want to buy, but I'm trying to pay that that card off and just use my Microsoft card for this and pay that off. It's, an, it's, it's my odd sense of logic, you know. It's like, outside of the cost, to take, the cost for me to take the bus and the subway over, it does come up for me cheaper to go over to Micro Center anyway. So, but I will say this: if anybody is looking to to do PC builds and upgrades, it's starting to become a bit along the line of lines of slim pickings. I mean, you can do it, but you might not be able to get the parts that you want, unless you're willing to pay serious cash. Yeah, like for my friend, she she's. We're doing a white PC build, and I pointed out the Corsair uh, CPU cooler. It retails for one seventy nine. It's going for like around three hundred dollars on Amazon now. Oh. But we oh. found and we found one by Enermax that works one and the same for about one oh nine. My thing is with these new PC builds. The big thing is RGB. Every board has its own RGB element and software. Corsair has its own stuff. 
NZXT has its own site. But it's starting to become where, like, the Enermax one, I think, has its own software, but it's fully compatible with other boards, so you don't have to load their software. You can load the software for the board and let it ride. And Corsair is getting compatibility with that. I just want, I just feel, you know, RGB is cool and all, but it's best to have at least one application that handles everything the best that you can do it, or at least two tops, like, on my machine. I have the I have the uh, AR software, you know, for for the onboard uh, colors, which which is for the board, and I have the Corsair software for the cooler, you know, and I'm just like that. That's fine. But I mean, you can still do your builds and your upgrades, but some of the parts you're looking for, you might not find, so you might have to find it gently used or refurbished. Or you're gonna have to substitute for a different brand. As long, and I look at it this way: there's nothing wrong with substituting brands as long as it gets the job done. I'm just partial to certain uh, manufacturers. And if we go into the chat room here at Twitch TV slash Anime Jam Session, Serenity four ten eighty eight asks me, "What is up with the beard?" It's a quarantine beard. That's what it is. I have one. Ari has one. I've had this for a while, but yeah. people just think it's quarantine. I'm like, okay. The, fu <laughs> the, the funny thing is, is that one day I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to blow off shaving. I'll shave the next day. So I start shaving every two days. Eventually. I'm just like, you know, I'm just going to let it grow out. And I forgot the reason why I hate growing out beards. Number one, it's scraggly, but I am learning to maintain it a lot better because I have some stuff, to, you know, to keep it in line. And number two, when the be when the hairs grow out, sometimes it hurts. It just, it's like an ingrown hair or something. I'm just like, son of a... But it is what it is, so. <sighs> and also, as you can see, um, my camera is in a different view now because... Because before my camera was on top of my monitor, I went out, I've been saying for maybe over a year, I wanted a desktop uh, tripod for better use of my camera. Because I always felt like when I'm when I'm doing the show, I'm looking, staring up at it. And I don't, I'm just kind of tired of staring up at it. So I just wanted something more eye level. So I'm still adjusting, you know. But at least from this view, you have a better scenery of... The shirts I wear throughout the week and my massive uh, DVD and CD collection. Are you laughing, Ichigo? Mm. Maybe it's better that we couldn't hear her just then. I don't. I don't know if she got if she got something smart to say. She can. I got no. Problem I was just saying, just a little bit. I mean, that's everybody though in <laughs> quarantine. We have our little collections of stuff or piles or whatever, and it's just kind of like. Ah, this is this is my quarantine nest. Welcome. This is or is it is it like uh, what's that show that's like uh, Pimp My Crib or whatever it is, where it's like MTV. Cribs. This is my crib. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's like this is my extensive DVD collection. That's just I was just imagining you doing that in like a crib style. That's why I was giggling. My um, house, my apartment. All of y'all have seen it. My apartment is too damn small for for that. Okay. I just did something responsible. I just bought a replacement vacuum cleaner the other day, okay? 
But yeah, no, that's the only thing that was making me laugh was that I was just imagining you doing it in like a Pit My Cribs voice, like uh, a I, MTV I, Cribs voice. So. And I wish. <laughs> I also went out and bought I bought some more weebs weeb weeb food, which is basically ramen and stuff, and got some bought some gummies and some high chews and some shrimp chips. So. Oh, shrimp chips. The garlic, the spicy garlic is my favorite. I got the plain one this time, so. Plain is good. Plain is a oh, reasonable but, chip. But here's something interesting. Like, I, I mentioned sometime back, I used to have a subscription to, to Umai Crate, and I stopped after I think one of my pa- one of my crates got lost in the mail, so. And I still have stuff from it. I went out and I bought, like, these this ramen. It looks like it's more of a fresh ramen. It comes in package. It comes with two servings of two bowls of ramen that you can make. So I got the tonkats and the shio. Or no, tonkats and miso. I got those. And I'm putting them away in my cabinet down here. And I noticed that one of the packages looks similar to one of the others. And I grab it and I realize that in one of the umai crates I have, this is one this is one of the packages. So I'm just like, alright, cool. And I noticed that this is if you buy, if you go to a lot of the Asian supermarkets, a lot of the, a lot of the Chinese, I guess Japanese foods that you buy, are now have two sets of labels on it. It, it had the original Japanese label with instructions, and it used to be like a, like a label that like off of a maker that they would slap on with the directions. Now it's put directly on there. That one package from the Umai crate have both languages on it, so I'm thinking that you know when they do these Umai crates. They grab all the stuff and they just put it on a boat or something. I'm, I, I don't know. It's funny because I have a package of something here in two languages, Jap- Japanese and English, but the crate itself is coming from Japan. I'm just like, either that's what they're getting from the warehouse or that's what they're doing in Japan is putting two sets of labels on there, which is kind of a direction, which is kind of cool. Manufacturing process. Yeah. Um, that, that's, yeah. that English is becoming kind of a universal language over there and a little bit more... I mean, I, I wouldn't mm-hmm. say it's like completely accepted because not everybody speaks it and don't expect them to. Oh, I, but I, I totally get that. It's, it's definitely um, more widely used and they have a lot more customers that speak it mm-hmm. because I guess tourism in certain, in certain places is still pretty big. So um, they tend to just manufacture it that way. See, that makes sense. So, you know. Um, let's see, what else? Um, I, I think that's basically it for my for, for my geekiness and stuff like that. Anybody else want to talk? What's on your mind, Ichigo? I mean, you're talking about ramen and my, my hubs is very much like on his last package. So we've been looking up. <laughs> we've been looking up his favorite brand, which is Ichiban. And yes. I've been looking to see if there are other flavors. And there are. There's yakisoba, there's um, miso, and shio, which is salt. Yep. There is, you know, because salt's my favorite flavor. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I know, I'm trash. You're going to show uh, me some of these uh, you, you, the you, Ichiban stuff. Yeah. All right, yeah, Ichigo, um, we, we know for a but fact. But those are all the flavors, and he wants more. So oh. we're having, that's on the grocery mm-hmm. list for the next supply run. I know I sound like I'm in a zombie apocalypse, and ramen is the food source, but that's how it is, Look, guys. every time I leave my house, I feel like I'm about to do a side mission. I feel like every time I go towards my door, I should get a drop-down menu that says, 
equip, you know, and I should start equipping, like, my daggers, my, my bullets, which gun I'm going to need for running to the store and back, which mask is going to give me the optimum oxygen and stuff. Yeah, no, that's that's exactly how it feels for me, but it's a lot of that is just because of like like I'm I'm one of those people that's immunocompromised. We so um I always have to like make sure I have layers on and like my like tiny tiny bottle that is almost out of hand sanitizer and stuff, like I just prepare myself like I'm ready to go into battle. And it's the it's the like it's the dystopia that we didn't expect. But it's a dystopia, like, it doesn't bother me too exactly. badly because, you know, we already kind of did, like, anti-bedbug stuff. So, mm -hmm. like, the anti-bedbug, it was just, like, another step to add to our practices, really. Exactly. Oh, oh, and um, when I was at Target earlier, uh, you know how I saw this in their store a few weeks back, and, I, and I'm just like, really? But then I decided, and I bought two, two boxes of it to try it out. They, you know, for various recipes, you can buy chicken broth or beef broth. They now have ramen broth. Huh. That's, that's not on. a surprise because in a lot of Asian supermarkets, they actually carry the broth mixes as... It, it's kind of like the miso soup. You can get instant miso soup. You can get instant mapo tofu. It's like any other ingredient we have here that's been made into an instant meal. Like, I have mapo tofu. Oh, yeah, and there's a few that are brand. So, like, I know that, um, oh, gosh, what's the one with the name? It's, like, J in the name of the ramen shop. It's, like, big, and, and it's actually based. There's one in, in New York. Um, oh, God, what's the name of it? But they have their own ramen broth line, and they actually oh, sell it Oh, you're talking about the place where, you know, you can, you can do solo eating and stuff like that? Yeah. It, it, no, I, sell, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know what place you're talking about. Yeah, because the first time I ate there, they actually, their factory, they actually make the noodles on site in the factory, and they were yeah, selling pretty pricey. But these are fresh noodles, so I totally get that. So I thought yeah. this was kind of funny because I kept saying I'm going to start making my own ramen, but I picked up all because before I went to my own uh, broth, now. Before I went to, to um, Micro Center, there's a little Asian supermarket, Japanese supermarket there called uh, Japan Village. Or same thing as Sunrise Bar. It's the same people. So I went in and I went and I stocked up. And when I went over to Target, I'm like, you know, I will, because it's basically saying you use this ramen, this broth instead of normal water. The broth plus the pack, the pack, ramen packages and all of that. So I'm like, you know, I will give this a try. I'll take, I'll use this broth, mix it in whatever the flavor pack it is, and give it a go. Because yeah. I, I am well, legit curious. Yeah. I would say because a lot of them, it's a matter of like, do you want to spend ten hours skimming the fat off of a bone broth from scratch, or do I, you just want to have the convenience of one in a in a carton for you, just ready to go? Just so you know, about three years ago, I did that. Yeah, and I'm not like I don't I don't doubt that anybody like like any of us because we all have very we're very cooking inclined mm -hmm. like I I don't doubt that any of us are but I'm not gonna lie I'm starting to get tired out of cooking from scratch every day in chat you know f for respects because my cooking skills I'm I'm tired and <laughs> I'm getting over the same recipes over and over. 
But um, but yeah, no, I, I I don't doubt that any of us are who are cooking inclined mm. are happy to sit over and have a delicious broth. But if you don't want it, there are alternatives. Just so, so, it's super broth. Just so you know, we're on record. Ichigo says she's tied. T I D E. She's tired. Um, cooking, week. Okay? I'm just tired all the time. I'm just, just a little sloppy. I mean, person. just for the record, I was actually. There is a recipe to do instant, make instant pot uh, broth, which takes about an hour to do. And I was actually oh, that's going to. Instant pot. Yeah. That's yeah I was thing. going to do that, but I just never got around to it, you know. But the, yeah, but thankfully I have local supermarkets where I can get like the bone and stuff like that to make the broth, you know. So which is okay. So I'm gonna I'm probably gonna try this out tomorrow because I'm getting back onto my normal regimen of you know bowl of cereal for breakfast, soup and a sandwich for lunch and a decent dinner. Which reminds me, I gotta take the chops out of the freezer tonight and let them thaw, or else I might just be rhubarb. But I do have leftover stuff. And speaking of, like you was mentioning before, cooking, uh, Ichigo, I, I was just batch cooking. And I'm just like, you know, I'm just going to make all this up. And I'll cook, I'll make some rice, put this here. All I got to do is just scoop it together, throw it in the microwave, and go about my day. All right. I, I think we're done with the, uh, with the Geek Roundtable aspect of the show. So let's go ahead and get into uh, tonight's topics. Uh, Ari, kick things off with Gogo 13. Uh, yeah, the Senkai Shimbun reporter on Friday is the long-running Gogo 13 is going on hiatus in Shogaku Khan's big comic magazine for the first time in its 52-year run. Wow. <sighs> Uh, the magazine's 10th issue will confirm the announcement on Saturday and announce the manga's return at a later date. The announcer, <clears throat> the announcer explained that it had been difficult for Saito Productions' 10 employees to do their work under the current state of emergency in Japan due to, due, to, due to the new coronavirus pandemic. As the employees are absolutely essential to the work on, manga, on the manga, both Saito Production and Big Comic shows are pri- prioritize their safety. The uh, manga... <clears throat> Pardon me. Mm-hmm. The manga, the manga, ugh, can't talk tonight. You know, starring the titular Hitman, the, the legendary Hitman's oldest manga still in publication. Launched in 1968. Wow. Yow. Uh, Shogaku published in manga's ni- 196 volume on April 3rd, as well as a special pandemic collection book compiling three past chapters centering on bioterrorism. Uh, there's 13 volumes published in North America between 2006 and 2008, inspired live-action films in 73 and 77, and 1983 anime, and 1998 OVA, 2008-2009 television series, and, of course, the 1988 NES game. Mm. Top-secret episode. Yep, that's the one. I had no idea what the hell was going on. I had barely knew what to do. I, it was too open-ended, and uninformative i'm just like wait what the hell am i even doing like uh, i only mm-hmm. i only kind of knew what i was doing when you get to like the the helicopter section and you had to aim the crosshairs at like one very specific pixel mm-hmm. and i was just like maneuvering around like not knowing where the hell it was supposed to go so fuck <laughs> i could have sworn there were two game two two games that came out for the nes for global 13 um, but it was only one uh, top secret episode. 
for some reason, I thought there was a second game, so. Mm-hmm. All right. Enough about that. Uh, hopefully, the manga, they'll figure out a way to get the manga back up and running, so. As long as the artists and writers are safe, who cares? Exactly. I mean, I can, you know, if they were, so there are some, like, a lot of mangakas are still doing things by paper, you know. So it makes it, that's, you know, and if you're not in the same room working on the manga, it's hard to pass it from one to another, and shipping it to each other is going to be costly. Mm-hmm. This could be a way, you know, maybe, you know, mangakas could start going digital, you know. We could see that happening. I don't know if there are some that have already, but, you know. But that would be kind of cool, though. Oh, wait, there was a uh, second game. It was uh, the the Moffat Conspiracy. I thought so. I thought they had, yeah, the Moffat Conspiracy. I thought there was a second one. But there's no uh, GoGo13 branding on the cover anywhere for the international, on the USA release, so uh, that's probably why. Hmm. It doesn't say anything about that on the wiki. It could have been just like licensing, you know, or, you know. But there's still reference to the character in the game, so who knows. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, moving right along. Oh, here comes the hype. Mako-chan, it's your fandom. Yeah, and how weird it is. So, this was confirmed by Viz that they are doing a spin-off of Inuyasha. Um I, it just I I I am so just I I have such mixed feelings about this. Your brain's not really comprehending it? Well, no. I mean, I I can understand it. And I can especially understand it after the popularity of other spinoffs um, from main series, kind of like Boruto. But th- this was just, it was done. And it should have stayed done kind of thing. Mm. So the series is inspired, and this is... Um, I'm pretty sure just strictly anime and this is based on the anime and not based on the manga itself. So you have to look at this as, you know, a type of sequel to that and not a type of sequel to the main storyline. So this will be coming out on fall fall television. It's called uh, Yashahime princess half dragon or princess half demon um or hanyo no yashihime and basically this is about sashomaru and inuyasha's kids as i said i i'm I'm pretty sure people are just looking at the popularity of boruto and saying, hey, we can do this series and have the kids in it and bring in the main characters from time to time just to, you know, hype up the series. The only thing I'm, you know, gung-ho about is the fact that they did get 
um, Rumiko Takahashi's input, and she's the one that designed the characters. So just like the second season of Sailor Moon and why everything still seemed to be in that style, um, they did get the artist to actually do the characters so that they were in the style, so that they had that artistic feel to them. At the same time, she basically has nothing else to do with the series. So knowing that, um, as Ranma has been saying, it is the <laughs> GT of anime series. Um, and I have to agree. Yeah, when you get to a point where the creator has nothing to do with the series, and Ooh. I believe this about the original series for Full Metal Alchemist. Um, because the creator basically has no input on it, you have to question whether or not it's going to be seen as canon. Um, and we've been told multiple times that GT is not. Well, here's the thing. Well, he here's the thing. GT was canon originally, but then they did... They did Dragon Ball Z Resurrection F, which kickstarted Dragon Ball Super and the manga, which is done by some, not Toriyama, but he gave his blessing and Super basically made GT was GT was no longer canon after that. Yeah. And the thing is, the same thing has happened for Tenchi Muyo. Let's not talk about Tenchi Muyo. Well, no, there are specific spots mm. in the various anime series that Tenchi is in that were part of the original storyline. Not all of it. They brought um, back his mother. Yeah, that, I mean, they've gone in like three different directions with the series. I mean, at but that I'm point, talking the about the spinoffs. I'm not talking about the main series, okay. and I'm not talking about the series that have the main characters. I'm talking about the spinoffs where the, you know, the characters might come in just for a little bit, or they might be mentioned, or they might be a different character altogether. Mm. And we see that with, say, Pretty Sammy. And GXP. So, you know, I'm looking at it as that. It's glorified fan fiction <laughs> and, what's and that's and, and it's just it's it's official glorified fan fiction and what'll happen is after about a hundred after about a hundred episodes Yashihime gets cancelled Rumiko Takahashi gets fed up and she actually does a new Ido Yasha manga that fixes all all the mistakes of Yashihime and that becomes um, Ido Yasha super yeah that no longer becomes canon but the funny thing is and not for nothing we've already seen that with FMA because the creator of FMA absolutely loathed what they did with the original series because she only had a portion of the series complete in manga form and basically said, yeah, go ahead. So they took those first couple of chapters of the manga, put it into the anime, which is why both of those sections of the two different animes are the same. And then they went, 
okay, we're going to do whatever the hell we want to. And she basically came back with her manga and said, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> Same can be said about Fruits Basket, if you think about it. That's different, only because they only did a season. Mm. And the season does, you know, mostly follow what actually happened in the manga. Um, that, I would say, would be more of... Um... <sighs> I guess more of a, a somebody else taking over mm. uh, because of the popularity, because of the popularity of not only remakes, but of the series outside of Japan. Now we get this surge of nostalgia and a new series, which I, I... is very much true to the original. Mm -hmm but is allowed to expand because they didn't finish the series. It's it's kind of like what they're doing with, you know, this is more along the lines of, you know, as I said, the, the Tenchi spinoffs or the Attack on Titan when they're kids. Mm -hmm. You know, that that's what this is. So I, I kind of, you know think that this is its own entity. Look, I I, I, I just know if I do watch Yashahime, I just know the first thing that's going to pop in my head as I watch the opening sequence is the theme from Flintstone Kids, okay? All right? <laughs> Even though that was Fred and the gang as children, but that's going to pop up in my head. That or the theme from a pup named Scooby-Doo. A pup named Inuyasha, okay? <sighs> Done. Thank you and good night. Speaking of which, <laughs> I love how as soon as they heard the, the, the fandom read the synopsis of the uh, spin-off series the first the first question they asked was who did Shishomaru fuck exactly nobody cared about as if this is gonna be a manga or who who Fumiko Takahashi's involved in this it became a Mori moment okay people want to know who does Shishomaru bone okay and or, that's the or, thing well, he boned everybody. <laughs> so you're saying Sashimaru is Zeus? In the, the the vein of of what's a uh, 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 pup named Scooby Doo, mm. Noraku escapes in new ways each week. I can picture <laughs> I can picture Sashimaru pointing and saying red herring, and it's Noraku, and he's like, "No, you jerk." Also, just which half of Inuyasha is dog, and which half isn't? Let's just say both, and just call it a day, and just picture um. Kagome as a Velma giving him a Scooby snack. <laughs> well, you took that in a in a very different direction than what I was expecting it to go, and I kind of sort of thank you for that. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I fine. It could be fine. It could it could be Sango giving him Scooby snacks. Fine. That wasn't I was what saying, I meant I either, but okay. <laughs> like a branching off of a fandom and i i honestly uh the reaction has been on my feed at least on my my social media feeds has actually been completely the opposite from what um the reaction you guys are having to mm -hmm. it but i mean to me i'm just kind of like it's just another it's a it, it's fandom so yeah. obviously the fandom is new to this generation of 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 people growing up in in anime culture so right. you know it's one of those things where the kids that are just 
you know, investing in the show now, oh no, there's something new. Okay, I'll keep up with it. But for a lot of us who are older and have been in this fandom for a while, it's that vintage feel of, oh, it's coming back. So like, I need to collect it all. Personally, as a casual Inuyasha fan, mm-hmm. filthy cash, it's me. Um, I love Rumiko. She's one of yes. my favorites. But Inuyasha didn't really... I like I like European fae. Japanese onis and demons and stuff, that's cool. I love that history, but I'm much more into European fae I mean, mythology. It's cool, but I just found it to be too dry. The manga was a little bit too dry for my tastes. And then I started watching the anime, and I come to the realization, like... So you mean to tell me this is more popular than Ranma one half? Series goes on. So you mean to tell me you know Yasha and Kagome got the perfect ending and Ranma one half was open ended and you decided to give you know, Yasha an ending because you didn't give Ranma No. I will say this. I, I, hope... I see some upset anger. <laughs> oh oh yeah, oh yes. You have no idea. Yes. Trust me, there are a bunch the of... The amount of ranting I have heard from his mouth <laughs> because, no, you have to understand mm-hmm. that, you know, we all have that one anime that, you know, yeah, if no, somebody that's, screws that's with it, you, you get pissed. No, I, I this, understand. Ranma is Ranma's anime. Yeah, it is. No, it definitely mm-hmm. is. Like, uh, that was yeah, and you wonder why question. he calls himself that, so... It, it's not, look, my, my thing is this. I am hoping that Yashihime gets great ratings across the board. Because if it does, maybe, just maybe, we will get a brand new Ranma one half anime directly from the manga. I will say, the two-hour TV movie that came out about almost ten years ago was funny and hokey as hell, but it fit right into the freaking Ranma one half universe, okay? I thought it was great. The boss was a little too hinky. But, you know. And Washio Taka says, should have enjoyed it with a Merlot. Well, I ain't got Merlot, but I got sake, so that'll do. You want to take us into the next article, Oh, a- absolutely, because I'm starting to think about a, a, a skit, you know, but I'll, t- I'll discuss that later. So, <laughs> so next up, we're going to talk about Comic-Con at Home, with San Diego Comic-Con. What's happening now, if you haven't realized, is that a lot of anime conventions are going virtual. Meaning, you go to the website, and you click on the link, and you're watching the panel from the comfort of your own home. You could be watching it from the website, you could be watching it through Facebook Live, or Discord, however they want to set it up. Some conventions are like, we're doing this for free. Some are like, well, it's going to cost $20 or whatever to get a ticket to watch this, which is understandable, you know, for bandwidth and all that good stuff. This is what conventions are doing to kind of fill the void of not being able to have an actual con. So, and as we talked about last week, Funimation is doing their own convention, Funimation Con 2020, or I'd like to call it FunnyCon. That's going to be over Memorial Day weekend. Um, SDCC is going to do the same the same thing. Um, let's see. As the story goes, it's going to be this summer. Uh, they haven't decided on a date yet, but they are saying that 
the normal convention SDCC will happen July twenty second to twenty fifth of twenty twenty one. So that's that you have something to uh, to go to go with the work off of. Okay, um, more information on that is coming. But as I mentioned um, earlier, uh, you have other conventions doing the same thing. Like last week or about nine days ago, you had Anime Lockdown, which was a virtual convention with industry panels and guests and cool stuff like that. Um, also. Um, right after E3 was canceled, uh, Jeff Keighley, the producer and the creator of the Game Awards, something I don't watch because I, I think they're biased anyway, but he announced that he's doing something called Summer Game Fest. It's going to be a seasonal event that's going to be held from May to August, which includes news, in-game events, and playable content from the entire video game industry. Um, also on top of that, Gamescom, which is August 25th to 29th in Germany, was canceled and also Tokyo Game Show was also canceled but they're doing an online event so that's going to be kind of cool so and I've, I've attended about four um, coming up on five of these mm -hmm. virtual events and there are the industry ones that are starting to pop up now yep. there have been industry ones previously this isn't anything new just mm -hmm. a heads up guys this is actually something that uh dragon con has executed really well if you look on youtube there's a lot of old school dragon con videos and mm -hmm. parodies which like the adele one is chef's kiss um but you can definitely look up i know that i think uh if it's not wizard world it was one of the uh video game uh, competition uh, events. I think it might be Blizzard. Yeah. Also does Blizzcon. a lot of their panels and stuff online or for a charge. Um, and they've been doing that for quite a few years now. A lot of conventions haven't been able to do it. Um, and mm -hmm. this is just a little industry insider. A lot of that is because of contractual obligations with conventions um, and convention centers. A lot of the places don't want filming of their location this was very prevalent with the baltimore convention center at least for um the conventions that i worked with through them where they just they either wanted to charge an exorbitant fee or they um just wouldn't allow you to it would be a breach of contract so this movement to a virtual convention world is really i i think it's really really cool and really great but if we see a lot of hiccups then you kind of have to give them kind of a grace period of that adjustment mm -hmm. also a lot of these virtual events, especially things like virtual Comic Con, um, I know Teco, yeah, Teco's virtual, fashion so track yeah. was in conjunction with TecoCon, mm -hmm. but it was actually run by indie designers. And um, Purgatorio is actually an event, I believe, that is being held by a convention, but again, in conjunction with other parties. Mm -hmm. So I know that some of these conventions are also being run by people who have either never staffed a convention don't regularly staff a convention, or are small businesses who just want to facilitate things for people to enjoy. And so also, I, it's really cool. And also, a lot some of them are run by people who are kind of new to the whole virtual aspect. So, you know. Exactly, I, exactly. I, I just like, like the fact that, you know. Twitch, everything. I just like the fact that, you know, there is a virtual type thing, you know. And if I actually had the time and the patience, I would do something like this, but Y'all know me enough. I, I I would I would be I'd be losing my shit like an hour into the event and be like I'm done. So. But I hope that you guys go out and enjoy these um, activities and they help keep the uh, 
post-con depression mm-hmm. away. Definitely. Um, mm-hmm. But to fight our other villain that we are currently attacking, our cells at work characters are fighting the coronavirus. Yay! So the cells at work official Twitter account... I know, quite, mm-hmm. isn't it? Like an ointment. <laughs> um... The Twitter account posted an image on Monday by manga creator Akane Shimizu supporting self-isolation in order to contain the spread of the new coronavirus, Mm COVID-19. And what could be more fitting for this series than an illustration of white blood cell, sweet cinnamon bun, doing his best to fight the virus. The message from Shimizu reads, um, your cells are fighting germs and viruses inside you to protect you. It is your turn to protect the people around you by staying home now. The text at the bottom of the image also reminds you not to forget to wash your damn hands, you filthy animal. <laughs> and rinse your mouth and wear a mask. <laughs> are you phrasing right now, Ichigo? Or are you just... I might be a little or, bit of paraphrasing. Or, 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 no, are, are, you just, are you just nasty. speaking... Are you we just... know y'all nasty weebs. Um, Lord, she's preaching. I'm out of here. I'll see y'all later. <laughs> Love you guys. <laughs> And we've lost Ron. Okay, here he is. Yeah. It was also an excuse to get the rest of my Dr. Pepper. Oh, okay. (laughs) But, you know, I was just thinking back to the whole virtual convention aspect. I I think that, you know, what would be cool, if they have a virtual masquerade where, you know, the groups will come together in their own backyard or something like that, Laws or just parade around, just parade around in front of their webcams. Yeah, or yeah, you know, laws prevailing if they can. You know, you get your five friends together and you record your skit on your camera in your room or in the backyard, and you just send it to them. You know, that would. Oh be cool. no, that's already happened. That's oh, happened yeah? at quite a few online events. Okay, great. All right. And fashion walks too. There's been fashion walks where people film their whole mm-hmm. little outfit and then they send it in, or. Um, if people have like portfolio videos, like I have fashion mm-hmm. videos from previous shows, I send that in. So there are, are ways for okay, this, uh, to go. I know Arda mm-hmm. was hosting a competition for a little while. I think um, the Ibikyum Con is hosting one right now, guys. No, so no, go wait, 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 hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. The Geekdom Con is actually doing a virtual event. Um, I don't know if they're doing a virtual event, but I've been made aware that a friend of mine let me know that they are having a cosplay competition. Okay, because so, I know they finally announced that the, their convention is canceled, so. I know BlurredCon also just announced their cancellation yeah. as oh, well. Oh, yeah, so. I see it now on their Twitter. They're doing an online hall costume contest. I, and I think that's just like someone taking pictures and submitting, which is also cool, because I know me. I would take those pictures and just kind of play around with it in um, video studio, add some cool music together, and just let it ride. So that's just me. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's. I think it's, it's really cool that um, we're kind of moving into this direction, because mm-hmm. I feel like even if we stumble a little bit, it's one of those things where, since it's never happened before, we're going to have a lot of stuff to work out. Mm-hmm. But now that we're having a lot more experience with it and a lot yep. more um, integration of it, I mm-hmm. feel like it's going to be a lot easier to get better quality um, the further we move on. True. So I'm, I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. Oh, and I totally get that. Because, you know, one of the things I enjoy doing is recording masquerades. And part of the issue is... I can't stream the masquerade and it's because of the internet bandwidth that is available at a convention. 
Now, for the most part, I have done a couple of things where I basically have hot spotted off my phone, but it's not 4G. Sometimes it's just 3G, and I get something with that. And sometimes the way these hotels are set up, the signal isn't as strong as it should be, you know. And not for nothing. I mean, if I'm staff, if I'm doing press at a convention, if I had no problem paying like maybe ten or fifteen dollars to the con the entire weekend just to get a, a, a ethernet drop connection so I could do a stream because I would love to stream panels and major events and stuff like that. Cause I think that would be really cool for those. How, who can't how much would you be willing to pay for that Ronma? I'm just throwing a number out there, 10 to $15. But I know yeah. before you even get into that, before you even <laughs> get into that, I know, I basically know the cost of getting a big, a decent internet connection in a hotel or convention. I know already. I'm just saying, if you have enough press people out there and they put a, a price, you know, to get this access, I probably would throw money towards it. Just saying. Now, if Anime Jam Session was printing money left and right, left and right, believe you me, I show up to the con and be like, here's $500. I want complete network access to stream panels and stuff like that. You let <laughs> the like you let you let the other press outlets know, and I will hook them up. I feel like that would be something where you would work with them, maybe as staff and stuff, and that would mm. be really cool. But just to just to give perspective for our listeners out there, mm. drops in these convention centers can range anywhere from like a thousand to three thousand mm-hmm. dollars, and that's per day, mm-hmm. just a heads up, mm-hmm. because of all the hardware and because of the setup and the the staff and everything. Now, at least in the hotel that I was in. For my department, we it was very expensive. Yeah, and so yeah, to throw on top of that, I didn't mean to cut you off, Ichigo, but no, it's okay. Some cons are over in different hotels, so it's it's logistics of different network addressing and so forth. Like I know the first year of DerbyCon, they paid a few dollars extra, and they were able to tap into their their network, and they had their own private network, you know. And I think they had it for the dealers as well as for staffers, you know. And with that technology, if you can pay extra for something like that, that's something. But you have to go off of their network. And, and let's be real. Yeah. You if you if you see Ethernet ports in the main events area, there is a ninety nine percent chance that port is not going to work unless you pay money for it. There's no There's no. You would just appreciate a more stable connection than trying to hook up to the Wi-Fi at a convention center, which I I know any of our listeners who've attended conventions, just trying to get a cell phone call is kind of, kind of shit. You're just kind of shooting into the, into the ether. Mm -hmm. And I would say, (laughs) you know, you can use those, if you see these ethernet ports in a hotel, like in a convention center or a hotel outfit, I'll say it because I am in this field. Theoretically, with the right hardware, you could you could plug into that and overlay those ports to use on your own. But that's a, that's programming of or specialty routers and switches that went over my head when I was studying it. So I'm just like, uh, no. So, yeah. All right. Uh, moving right along. Uh, it's time for the part of the show that we all know you stick around for. It's meanwhile in Japan this week. It's Meanwhile in Japan, Golden Week edition. So we have some nice, interesting stories. So 
who wants to take what? No need to all shout at once. I'll take the second one, I guess. Mm -hmm. I guess I'll take the first one. I was kind of hoping you would. This article, so it'll be like a throwback when <laughs> they were first around. <laughs> all right. Give it a whirl, my friend. Okay, guys. Well, you guys, I'm sure this is a beloved uh, character of yesteryear. Pen, pineapple, apple pen. Anybody in chat remember that? Uh, pen, pineapple, apple pen. How to deal with internet trolls as taught by pen, pineapple, apple pens singer. Some might call Pico Taro or Daimao Kosaka strategy running away, but it's just common sense, he says. With his larger-than-life personality, it can be easy to forget that Pico Taro, the singer of Pen Pineapple Apple Pen, is still just like you and me, a human being. As a matter of fact, apart from his musical persona, the man famous for PPAP is also the comedian known as Daimao Kosaka, and even maintains a separate Twitter account under that name. That's as cool. a performer with a very unique comedy style, oh, go ahead. No, I'm saying that's cool. It's no surprise that it's not just fans who tweet at Kosaka, but haters too, because haters gonna hate. Um, but no matter whether you're a famous celebrity or just an ordinary person with a social media account, Kosaka recently shared some pretty wise advice with how to deal with internet trolls and online abuse. Because we all deal with that. If someone you've never met before starts hurling abusive language at you on social media and you suddenly block them, sometimes people will say, you're running away, but think logically about it. If you were walking down the street and there was someone on the corner, a person you don't know, shouting, hey, I'm gonna kick your ass. You wouldn't stick around or have anything to do with them. No way. And you should respond the same way online. Don't worry, even if someone says you're just running away, after you block them, you won't be able to hear them. It's extremely sound and sensible line of reasoning from a man best known for a sheer nonsense of his song lyrics, and several other Twitter users quickly voiced their agreement. Uh, no point in talking with people who are just looking to start trouble. Some people already have an opinion that they want you to voice, and when you don't, they'll keep hounding you. It's a waste of time to keep talking to them. Then after you block them, they screenshot it and whine to other people saying, I'm not the bad guy. I feel sorry for how pathetic they are. <laughs> Fucking entitlement complex. those kind of people get ignored a lot in their daily face-to-face -face conversations too. Damn, okay, that's shade though. Any time wasted feeding the trolls is time you could be using to rewatch PPAP. Uh, or pen, pineapple, apple pen. While there's something to be said for engaging in conversation with people who respectfully disagree with you, which I think is very good advice, yep. it is also important to know that you don't need to be a doormat. Don't, 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 yeah, don't be a doormat. But know when the message consists solely of personal attacks purely designed to intimidate or hurt you. And there's no shame in shutting down the discourse. So thanks for the reminder, Kosaka, and the one about hand washing too. Uh, he has also done a little bit of coverage on how to wash your hands with Pico Taro. I saw that well. video. That was cool. But yeah. I, I just find it interesting, you know, if you ask most celebrities, what Pico Taro said is basically what any celebrity will say 
for the most part. And what most of your friends will say as well. So, you know, there's something. And I will well, say... Go oh, go ahead. I was going to say, and I can also <laughs> say, you know, from looking at his picture, he cleans up so well. <laughs> and... I, he, he does. He looks very nice. He, he's very stylish when no. he's not wearing, you know, full-body cheetah print. Even the yeah. cheetah print, though, he rocks that. Um, I mean, it, when, when he's Pico Taro, he looks like he's straight up out of the 70s, you know, with the mustache and the slick back mm-hmm. hair, you know. I mean, looking at his normal pictures, you know, he's just like swab and debonair. And then when he's, now he's on a new Sentai series called Mashin Sentai Kiramager. And I've watched the first three episodes. He's He plays the mentor figure. And he looks like, he's just like, he's not the, he's not the comic resource, but he's bit comic, bit, you know, guy type, you know. And look at his age, I never would have believed it. Not from the way he looks in the show. I'm just like, he looks like he's in his 30s, but, you know. I um I would say that yeah no a lot of celebrities will say the same mm-hmm. thing but you have to think about it this way I you know w- once we 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 have only kind of come into this social media world in the last decade maybe mm-hmm. the last maybe the last 15 20 years if I'm being nice about it and the fact that these kind of negative like the trolls the dungeon whoo you know, um, all these kind of scary places on the internet, I found, I, I have people that hate my guts. Like, I have people yep. that hate me for being who I am. And, um, you know, the, a lot of it is, if you just turn it off and walk away, like, they they can't do shit to you. Exactly. So, like, I mean, I, I, I deal with it, too. I was talking to a friend of mine, and she was saying, you know, I know people have said some unsavory things about you. I'm just like, well, it is what it is. It's already been done. It I, is what it is. I pay no mind to it because I got other things I need to deal with at this time. But anytime you want to talk about what was said, I will gladly give you the other side. It's I, Other than yep. that, I'm just... I mean, honestly, it. 99% of the time, the people out there who have shit to say about you online really wouldn't say it to your face. And a lot of times they're either just projecting or they're just out to get you because they have some sick sense of self that needs to be you know, um, Mm -hmm. recognized and somehow validated by you reacting to them. And it sucks because it sounds like I'm saying, run away or just ignore Mm -hmm. it. And Because that worked so well in the 80s and 90s. (laughs) Yeah, right? right. But um, honestly, yeah, don't feed the trolls, guys. Just let them sit in their own shit. Whatever. Okay. Uh, Moving right along. Uh, Next up, um, Ari, did you say you were taking this one? Yes, I did. All right, go for it, my friend. <clears throat> uh, let's see. Lunch Pack is a w- widely sold and well-known packaged snack in Japan. Found in many convenience stores and supermarkets, they essentially, they're essentially sandwiches with the edges sealed and containing a wide range of rotating fillings, both sweet and savory. So they're like those Uncrustables that have peanut butter and jelly on them. Okay. That's exactly what they are. And we love the peanut butter ones. What happened with them? Oh, God. What do you mean, Anyhow. what happened to them? <laughs> Anyhow, uh, one common flavor is honey and margarine. Without reading the tweet itself, can you tell what's wrong with the picture? I will uh, post the link in the chat for you all to look at so you can uh, follow along, children. <clears throat> wait, wait. Honey <laughs> and 
Margarine? Margarine. By now, surely everyone reads the... Wait. The species oh, of acacia oh. in the illustration, acacia del delbata blooms in winter, therefore it hasn't su sufficient nectar for bees to make honey with. And everyone be right, but it was the brother of Twitter user Kurokamo, who happens to be an, a an apiarist, a beekeeper, that pointed the mistake out to the makers of Lunchpack. He, he contacted the Yamazaki Baking Company, and re they responded the following day, thanking him for the pointing out the error. The day after that, he received the package containing various Yamazaki products and a thank you letter. Other Twitter users were impressed with the keen eye of the beekeeper, but more so by the prompt response of Yamazaki. Like, like it takes a big company to admit they're wrong. Stock display up in my heart. They're, they're clearly concerned with all details of their products. I like that. Also, the acacia honey that these sandwiches technically isn't... That these technically... Also, the acacia honey that these sandwiches technically isn't from acacia flower at all. Mm. It comes from the flowers of the black locust tree, which is also known as the false acacia, due to its resemblance to acacia trees, such as the ones that produce flowers mistakenly drawn above. And just, at, and just a couple weeks after the initial exchange, the company went ahead and completely revamped the packaging to, to depict the correct flower. All this going on in the midst of a major pandemic, when a failure to respond to problems such as this in a timely matter or at all would be perfectly understandable. Which, you know, good for these guys. Yeah, know. that's also for the fact that, you know, we got so much going on, but this happens, they stop and take care of this right away. That That's also double. I, I'm, I'm so relieved that it's not some weird ingredient or anything like that, because their sandwiches are what, like, saved me. Um, I mean, I know that, like, you shouldn't expect, like, homey food when you're in a foreign country, but lunch packs, they're basically, like what Ari said earlier, uncrustables. So they're basically mm -hmm. a sandwich-like thing. And they can be full with, like, I mean, they can be full with, like, fried pork and stuff like that. But they also had um, jelly-filled ones and a peanut butter cream. It wasn't, like, American peanut butter, but it was, like, a sweet peanut cream. Mm -hmm. And you could just take, because um, they're two basically like pita pockets full of whatever the filling is and you could make yourself a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and that is a flavor <laughs> that i am very familiar with and very much love so it was very nice to be able to get those lunch packs so keep up the awesome work out there lunch pack <laughs> also i heard i heard acacia in that and me and me the mason's like <laughs> because acacia is you know a part of a Masonic history and a mythos, so. Gotcha. Okay, and uh, who's taking the last one? I think it was Marco. Go ahead. Say what? Go ahead. Uh, well, I didn't say I was, but all right. <laughs> all right, let me pull it up here real quick. Let me move this over here. Okay, all right. Japanese government proposes cyborgs and robotic avatars for all by 2050. Okay. Oh, God. So, what happened was that the Cabinet Office of Japan announced their initiatives for a future society in Japan under the Moonshot Research and Development Program. The program has the prime directive of creating a society which frees people from physical mental, temporal, and spatial constraints by 2050. Sounds like something like the Space Force, but actually something more cooler. 
I mean, am I right? <laughs> this is going to be achieved by establishing a technology needed to allow people to begin piloting robotic avatars by 2030. So that's like in 10 years. Okay. Uh, by combining AI, biotech, and an ultra-high-speed network, a single person could control up to 10 avatars at once to perform a single task from the comfort of their own home, regardless of their own physical limitations. Oh, so, sounds like somebody's been watching a little bit too much of um, Sword Art or anything like that. You know? Thank you very much. Dot hack? No way, that's only virtual stuff. Yeah, true. There was another series that came out. Um, I forget the name of it, but basically the dude was literally strapped in. So It came out around the same time as Sword Art, but it was a lot better than Sword Art. It's on <laughs> my tongue, so. Alright, so, hold on, let me turn on the light here. There we go. So, basically they give an example of like, you wake up one morning and want to see what it's like to work on a fishing boat in the high seas. You can just jack into a team of avatars stationed on such a boat and try to get a nice haul of skipjack tuna. And once you realize it's every bit as soul-crushing as Hemingway described, you can move on to something else. Makes sense. The fishing boat can also be run by people and autonomously from time zones all over the world. 24 hours a day without stopping or exploiting people. You would even need to, you wouldn't even need to put pants on, let alone travel to the work site, sparring wear and tear on your wardrobe and the environment in the process. Now, once it's implemented, the number of usable avatars and functions per person would steadily grow. Okay. Now, on YouTube, there is a link. Uh, you can watch information in regards to the Moonshot R&D program. They had an international symposium last March, and it's about eight hours long, so if you have time for it, go ahead and watch it. I don't know. Mm. I feel like it's a step towards, like, a Wally -E kind mm. of situation. Yeah, yeah I'm not... I'm not too comfortable Same. with that. <laughs> yeah, definitely not looking forward to that. I wouldn't mind like a biotech suit, but not to project. No, I don't know about that. If I'm really, well, I mean, if I'm sick just, or something like that, then yeah, you know. There's a lot of technology out there right now in robotics that are helping with, you know, operations mm -hmm. and things like that. So I think if they keep it more on that end, we'll be okay. But, you know, there are some not nice people out there that mm -hmm. will turn it into something that it really needs not to be turned into. What about Johnny Mnemonic? Yeah. <laughs> um, Ghost in the Shell, what? Exactly. Mm -hmm. So, I, at this point, I, I think it's kind of inevitable that something is going to happen. Um, either we're going to get storage into our brains or instant access to the internet or some crap like that. I don't think it's going to be a complete takeover, mm -hmm. except in areas that have dangerous positions. Um, but I, was I, I promised I'd be a screen on a stick. That's yeah. what I was... <laughs> uh. You know, I, I mean, like I appreciate it. I, I like the idea of these virtual accessibilities. Well, especially because it definitely brings to light a lot of accessibility issues um especially with people like myself or people with worse off chronic conditions where it is it is very much 
a problem in our society. Mm -hmm. um, but I definitely know that there is a good and there is a bad. I mean, also, I hope that it's a movement towards good. Also, something like this was kind of covered in one of the animes I watched uh, back in the day. I can't believe I just said back in the day. Uh, Angelic Lair. <laughs> basically, oh, Angelic yes, Lair. The, mother, the mother was basically controlling her, her battle doll from her bed because she was sick or something like that because she was always yeah. in a wheelchair. So that's something interesting. See, I wouldn't mind little cybernetic enhancements or something like that, but full... Th now, I don't know if I would, I would want that. Depending on the I situation. I, yeah. I, yeah, with the way society is going and having just played a round of Cyberpunk 2077, the tabletop RPG, mm -hmm. like, I have many views of how this could go down. Is it in good? the chat, what is your worst post-apocalyptic robot fear? Type type in chat for me to read later. Or just help. how much of your apocalypse bingo card has been filled out? Oh, as if we're not in the apocalypse already? Yeah. But yeah. Anywho, team, shall we wrap it up? Yes, please. Yes. Yes. Sounds like a plan. So if you like the show, tell a friend. They in turn will tell another friend and so on and so forth. We're independent bloggers, independent podcasters, and we do this for the fun of it. So yeah. If you have any questions about the show, drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Again, that is podcast at animejamsession.com. We're here to believe you. Check out our website at animejamsession.com where you can see uh, our weekly podcast, anime reviews, uh, cosplayer interviews, cosplay tips and tricks, links to our YouTube videos, our Facebook uh, pages full of cosplay photos, anime news and so much more and that's all at animejamsession.com but don't forget you can take our show on the go with you uh, any program you use for downloading podcasts you can find us you can use google podcast apple podcast um podcast box or whatever you want to call it iHeartRadio, spotify just search anime jam session Basically, all 450 episodes are up there. You can start somewhere and start listening. Thank you so much for supporting us in that way. And don't forget, you can also find us on, on other social uh, sites. Um, Facebook.com, uh, YouTube.com, and Twitter.com. Follow us on Twitter for when we're going live and other stuff. That's Twitter.com slash Anime Jam Session. Uh, YouTube.com slash Anime Jam Session is where our convention videos are. And Facebook.com slash Anime Jam Session for all of our convention of cosplay coverage. And there's a few videos here on this, so you might want to pop in there and check that out. Alright, so we're going to go around the room. Um, last words. Kick it off, Ari. I have Jane Silent Bob Marlboro on my Switch, and uh, I want to finish playing it. Last words, Mako-chan. I'm reading Smut. End of story. <laughs> Last words, uh, Ichigo. What's that again, Rosa? Last words, uh, Ichigo. <laughs> I will be up tomorrow from 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. streaming a So Along With Me. So if you want to get your alternative fashion on, you can hang out with me on Strawberry Paper Dolls Twitch channel. And good night. My last words is... 
I think I'm going to have some more sparkling water, watch TV, call it a night, because I got stuff to do tomorrow. So that is it. End of list. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode of Anime Jam Session. Uh, Ichigo may be joining us, so we'll see how things go. So I think that is it. We can get up on out of here. So I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. I'm Mako-chan. And I'm Ichigo Gummy. Great fight, great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. Night. Bye. Say good night, Mako-chan. Good night, Mako-chan. Perfect. That is it. Good night. See you next week. This podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on the show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it! For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!